Hey, cashiers. We Have the Receipts podcast is coming at you live from Netflix is a Joke Fest in Los Angeles. Chris, are you kidding? No, Netflix is a joke, Courtney, but this is not one of them. Our listeners in LA have the chance to join us for a live recording of our podcast, We Have the Receipts, hosted by me, Chris Burns. And me, Courtney Revolution. Join us and a few surprise guests from your favorite Netflix reality shows on Saturday, May 4th at 1 p.m. at a secret location in Hollywood. To be announced. Get your tickets for the We Have the Receipts live show at todoom.com slash W-H-T-R. That's todoom, T-U-D-U-M dot com slash W-H-T-R. Tickets are limited. If you can't make it to the show, we still want to hear your beautiful voice. Leave us a message at speakpipe.com slash We Have the Receipts. You may even hear your own voice on the show. Grab a ticket at todoom.com slash W-H-T-R. And we'll see you on May 4th in Los Angeles. Bye, cashiers. Remember when we thought the pandemic was over? (laughs) Everyone was so happy. We did it! It probably looked so stupid. (laughs) Everyone was patting themselves on the back. I'm just glad I could help out the sick by staying inside. (laughs) It's not over? Well, I'm not going back in. Those sick people have to die. Because it's not over. The pandemic is like a TV show you thought was canceled, and then it got picked up by Netflix. (laughs) I didn't really pace myself for another season. I don't know about you, I wasn't planning on seeing my family ever again. (laughs) Parents know the feeling. It's like changing that diaper in the middle of the night. You're exhausted, it's disgusting, but you have to do it. So you change the diaper, you finally get the sleeper back on, and as you gently lay the baby back in the crib, you hear the diaper fill up again. (laughs) And that's what the year 2021 is. Over and over. It's just a diaper filling up over and over. miss the early days of the pandemic. Those were fun. Back when we thought washing our hands would protect us. (laughs) Everyone wash your hands, we'll be fine. Okay. (laughs) Remember before there were readily available tests? Everyone had that friend that used to brag like, yeah, I already had COVID. (laughs) I had it back in 91. (laughs) Yeah, back then it was called COVID-91. Had it a couple times, got rid of it by washing my hands. Because the symptoms were confusing. They're still confusing. It's like, what are the symptoms? Everything. (laughs) What do you mean everything? Asking a question is a symptom. (laughs) Well, that, that can't be true. Denial is a major symptom. Did you wipe down your groceries? I did that. You felt so silly. You're like, I'm just a normal guy cleaning a Triscuit box. (laughs) Is this what OCD feels like? (laughs) A couple weeks later, you're like, ah, they look clean to me. (laughs) I cleaned them. 
But you had to take the precautions. There was no uniformity. Everyone talked a big game, right? Oh, we're on lockdown. No work, no school. You know, we got our bubble. Bubble's just my family and these two people we see at a weekly sex party. <laughs> Figure better safe than sorry. Because we all went through the same pandemic, but we didn't have the same experience, right? There were factors. Like, if you were 25 and healthy, you were like, whatever, I'm going on a COVID cruise. <laughs> but if you were over the age of 25, and it may surprise you, but I am, <laughs> you watch the news more closely, right? The news guys would be like, high-risk people are older. And you're like, well, how old? Like, old, old, or didn't have a cell phone in high school, old. <laughs> right? Because nobody thinks of themselves as old. The reality of your age just occasionally slaps you across the face. I did this benefit for a hospital. It was a fancy event. When I showed up, the woman running the event was like, Oh, my gosh! We went to the same college! She was younger, but we talked and we realized we hung out at the same places. And then at the end of the event, I was leaving and she ran up. She was like, I need to know what year you graduated college. And I was like, uh, 1988. And she was like, oh my gosh, that's the year I was born. <laughs> right across the face. I didn't even know what to say. I was like, that's the year I was born too. She just looked at me like, that's not funny. And then I got in my car and stuffed food in my mouth until I stopped feeling anything. <laughs> Sometimes you had to decipher the news, right? The newscast would be like, the vulnerable are older and people with comorbidities. Co-what? Co Comorbidity. Which eventually we figured out was just code for all the fat asses are gonna die. <laughs> but they couldn't say that on the news. They couldn't have Sanjay Gupta be like, well, Anderson, all the fat asses are going to die. <laughs> so they said comorbidities. And at home, we were like, honey, what is a comorbidity? I don't know, pass the gravy. <laughs> In time, we figured out they were talking about fat people. And if you were overweight, you were like, how fat? <laughs> like, are we talking Walmart fat or Jim Gaffigan fat? the message. I don't know if I, I totally got the message. I started working out. I started eating healthy. I was going good. And then one day I looked in the mirror and I was like, ah, enough of that. <laughs> Turns out life or death, not the motivator you'd think it would be. <laughs> you can live longer. Not a good enough reason. <laughs> can you sweeten the deal? Maybe throw in a pizza? <laughs> I tried. I tried. My wife bought me a scale. So the romance is still alive. I didn't ask for it. She gave it to me as a gift. <laughs> I could never do something like that. Happy birthday, honey. I bought you a scale and some makeup. <laughs> Look it out for you, sweetie. It's a high-tech scale. Comes with an app so the government can know how overweight I am. <laughs> I don't know why there's an app. Maybe so I can be the victim of ransomware. Pay up, we're telling everyone how fat you are. But I don't have any cryptocurrency! 
I set up the app, stood on the scale, my weight showed up on the phone, 150 pounds. All right, it was over 200. All right, it was way over 200. If it was an old-fashioned scale, you wouldn't see the number 200. But it was in the 200 family. And underneath my weight on the phone, there was this word in small red lettering, and I didn't have my glasses on, so I asked my daughter, I was like, what does that say? And she was like, obese. <laughs> Slap! Right across the face. I just looked at my daughter, I'm like, ah, I gotta update this app. <laughs> then I ran to the kitchen and stuffed food in my mouth till I stopped feeling anything. <laughs> Still wearing masks. There was that time when nobody had to wear a mask, right? That was a fun day. <laughs> Remember the first time you went out in public without a mask? It was weird, right? You, you felt naked. You're like, oh, I'm so European. <laughs> what is this, the French Riviera? I was kind of tempted to wear like a thong mask. <laughs> you know, something tasteful yet naughty. I can see his cheeks, but they're still a mystery. Ooh la la. Round and pale and mostly balding, the boy from Indiana goes walking, and as he does, all the people he pass go, yuck. <laughs> Stream Jim Gaffigan, Comedy Monster, only on Netflix.